Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. All right, everybody, welcome to The Confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined this week not by Jimmy Seleski, our normal producer, uh, because of what is known as quarantine. I'm not sure if anyone has touched on this yet, but uh, it is currently in effect, which means every other human on the planet has now started a podcast. Um, So if you could... uh, if you could follow us, we'd really appreciate that because we are suffering right now. I am joined today by a very good friend of mine. This woman, she's a she's a bassist. Uh, she plays in a band called War on Women. She's played with the Ataris. She's played with Black Wolf Beach, a bunch of other bands. Very, very great person. Please welcome to the confessional, Sue Werner. Hello, everyone. How you doing, Sue? Uh, you know... Pretty good under the circumstances. I kind of feel like, you know, everyone has to be like, yeah, well, you know, I'm really yeah, bo- I'm hanging in there. Yeah, you know, hanging I, in uh, there, surviving. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a weird time to be alive. It it really it really really is. It's like we all got to come up with like people like me just who try to pretend to be an actual human have go tos for like how I'm doing. You know, like oh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, like but now it's I got to come up with brand new ones. Yeah, right. No, exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, man, I got my uh, 10 a.m. Zoom meeting uh, pretty soon, so... Uh, right, right, know. right. Now, Sue, were you supposed to be on tour right now? Yeah, I think maybe maybe I just got back. Oh, wow. No, I or maybe I'm still on tour right now. I'm not really sure. Right. Um, You're uh, supposed to go on tour with... Uh, with Bad Religion right. and Alkaline Trio. Oh, my goodness. I know. We what were, a it, lineup. Uh, yeah. And instead, you're here doing the confessional. Yeah, you know. Uh, not a bad substitute. It's really not a bad substitute. <laughs> you know what? At least, like, I didn't have to drive in a van for eight hours to get here. Very true. Very you know? true. I'm sure you would have, though. It'd be worth I, it. I, I absolutely would have. I mean, we we could just, like, go to North Carolina and record the podcast there or something. I guess, no, we can't. Yeah, why aren't we traveling more? We could totally... You and I are the only people that each other sees, but we yeah. could get in the car and drive wherever we want it right now. True. We have all the time in the world. True, you're not supposed to, though. Why? We're not going to see anybody? Well, you're not... There's this thing where you're not supposed... You're supposed to, like, unvo- avoid unnecessary travel, and... <sighs> Eliminate unnecessary words. That's a whole chapter in the... Strong and white. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good book. Um, Sue, do you have anything else going on? Anything else you want to plug or talk about? Or uh, uh, my uh, Warren Women. We're finishing up a new record. Do you know what it's going to be called yet? No, I don't even know the song titles. Really. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know what that stage in a you're making a record and you're like. <laughs> I think we the, can all relate. You know to that. the one that sounds like uh, Fugazi. Right. Right. You know, or like, yeah. or like you make up like a joke name. Yeah. Like we have this. You know, we have it. I don't know there's one of the songs that's called Thrash Wolf, and that's probably not going to be the final name. Wow, that's awesome. I think so. 
Yeah, and sometimes it's kind of condescending, like how when another another uh, bandmate is like, you know, that one that sounds exactly like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, actually, I think the song I wrote is pretty original. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I think that uh, you know, pretty much everybody knows that their that their shit sounds like other shit. <laughs> it's impossible. You gotta have no, a cognitive dissonance. I used to like really be against that. Like try you know when I would be writing songs right. when I was younger I'd be like oh no this sounds too much like Avail this sounds too much like Gorilla sure. Biscuits but now I'm like oh this sounds like Avail awesome let's right. keep it right <laughs> you yeah. know yeah yeah it's a weird uh, you got to have a weird cognitive dissonance with that because it's you don't want to st- you want to write your own stuff right that's yeah. where the energy is. But at the same time, you can't scrap everything that sounds like something else because guess what? There's 12 notes. Yeah. Do you remember what a Tower Records looked like? All those CDs, yeah. each full of 10 songs, 12 notes to all of them. Every possible combination has been taken at some point. Every possible combination that sounds good. And probably the ones that don't, yeah. too. You know? <laughs> all right, Sue. So, so today we are discussing mysterious people. Mysterious people. I love I love mystery type stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of famous mysterious people cases. No one knows who the babushka lady was in the the Kennedy video. You ever go down to Blockbuster and rent the Zabruda video? No, I feel like I've watched enough documentaries on it. But, right, right. But do they really know how to need to know who every single person in the video is? Well, they, there's a lady who I think is actually filming too. She like appears to have a camera and she's like right oh. up close and she she looks Russian. She looks Russian. Yeah. Because like, she's wearing a babushka. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you ever uh, you ever met someone from Tennessee wearing a babushka? I mean, probably. Fine. I mean, I don't know. My I mean a babushka meaning like a scarf over your head. That is the that is the least marketable term. That sounds like uh, <laughs> sausage or something, doesn't it? Babushka? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's kind of a cute word. No, it's not. It's ugly. Oh. And you would know. <laughs> Uh, who are some other <laughs> famous mysterious mysterious people? There's that that uh, that man that was like on the beach in in Australia, just like a dead oh, yeah. body. Oh yeah, or like he and he he washed up. And he had some like a couple of things in his pockets. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, there's oh you know what? There's one that I like saw something about recently. It's like a dude that was like I don't know like found on some. Trail in England, like mm-hmm. a like a like a hike, like a hiking trail. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't from anywhere near there, hmm. and like had some like you know weird medicine in his pocket. That Doesn't came he from- realize we're not supposed to do unnecessary travel right now? <laughs> yeah, right. What kind of medicine did he have? I in mean, his pocket? Uh, so so that's the thing. It was a it, it was apparently like cyanide pills. Oh, jeez, that's not he, really medicine. But he, as but so much but as it was in it, but but it was in like a package that. Like wasn't for you know cyanide pills. It was like for like cold medicine from Lithuania or some shit. You know, it was. Did, it was, did he die from cyanide poisoning? I don't remember. Okay. It was. It was. It, it was very mysterious. I should have looked up some more yeah, about it. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff is crazy. Um. All right. Well, why don't we jump right into a confession here, Sue? Uh. Let me see here. What we have. Uh, this confession is from Nadia Martins uh, from a place called Baltimore. Ah. Leave that That's the is. name of my a- my island in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Is it really? It is. 
<laughs> you love that Animal Crossing. I do, except I haven't played it in a couple of days because they have this dumb Easter event going on. What? I know, and every time you try to go fishing, instead of like a fish, you get an egg, and they're useless. Mm. It's really useless annoying. Egg. It's going to be over tomorrow, though, so I'll start playing I'll again. I'll teach Amanda egg. Yeah, right. <laughs> Animal Crossing sounds like a indie band from the mid-2000s. It does. It really does. Yeah. All right. Nadia says, a couple lifetimes ago, I worked at a Yaba Pot, which had opened a second location in Pigtown, also a Baltimore location. I remember the Yaba Pot. So I started working there, and a dreadlocked girl who was kind of just hanging around friended me. We spent the whole night doing free things in Fells Point, eating people's pizza, and playing beer pong on parking lot rooftops with strangers. And I ended up taking her home and letting her stay over. I don't think she had a place to live, but my mom said no to letting her stay with us, so I never saw her again. I don't know. I always had a habit of having deep and short-lived friendships, but out of all of them, I never remembered her name or found her in the world after. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's wild. You ever had an experience like that? You're just friends with someone for one night, then you never see them again? Uh, once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's crazy that she came to Not usually ones that like live in my town, though. Right, right. You I know? can't think of the last time that happened. I'm sure, like, you know, I, I did have one where, like, there, like right after high school, I think there was, like, a th- weekend party at some kid's house, mm-hmm. and I was going to start a band with some guy that was there. <laughs> of course. You know, like all weekend we're talking about it. I, re- I remember even like leaving and going to work and then coming back. And uh, Wait, you left the party and went to work and yeah. came back to the party? Yeah. And it was still going on? Yeah. Was this like a party from Breaking Bad? <laughs> no, it was just like, remember someone's parents would leave and you could just hang out at their place and... Oh, well... I, I didn't I don't I didn't get invited to those kind of things in high school. <laughs> uh, well, this was after high school, and I rarely did as well. And okay. eventually, I got kicked out of a few. But um, <laughs> and then I see him like r- not that long ago. <laughs> like uh, strangely, I think I saw him at a concert for Adler's Appetite. What? Yeah, <laughs> there's a band. Adler's. There's a band oh called Adler's God. Appetite that is Stephen Adler from Guns N' Roses. Oh, boy. Yeah, and a few people that he can round up to tour with them. I think this one had Chips Enough in the band. From Enough's Enough? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a pretty good band. And uh, I think one of the guys from Tough. Enough's the Tough. What? Yeah, the band Tough. Tough? Yeah. I don't know them. They're some 80s. Were they band. spelled T-U-F-F? Yes. Of course they were, like in the Outsiders. T- is. Oh, right, yeah. They were... What was that in the Outsiders? That just meant it was like what the greasers said. It meant cool, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty tough jacket. <laughs> but it would be spelled T U F F. Did they say boss in the Outsiders? Boss. Boss. Bo- uh, boss. I don't think so. Maybe. I remember reading that and being like, "This book rules." For no, now I know. Sure. Why are they letting us read this? I know. This is awesome. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I I I probably read that book thirty times. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I read it a bunch. The other ones weren't as good. What were those, like that was uh, then, Rumblefish. What was the one with the hippie that I think was named Eminem? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I remember a hippie who was always eating M and M's. Oh, that's weird. So, so like, so like they gave the characters like names after food, food and stuff, just like in the Outsiders. Yeah. Like yeah. soda was, pop. Well, yeah, well, it was like <laughs> soda popinski. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it was like uh, in the same universe. I think Pony Boy was even in that one. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. We got a greaser shared universe with the, uh, what was her name? S.E. Hinton? S.E. Hinton, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I actually I actually didn't know that. I was Rumble. Did she write Rumblefish? Yeah, she wrote okay. Rumblefish, and that was then. This is now. I can't remember what, which was the Eminem one, and I think one of them has characters from the other, and then I think the other one's like set in a different city or something. I I I I have never like read Rumblefish. I I saw the movie. I did not care for it. Yeah, I don't remember really liking. But it But I also like didn't really appreciate movies like that were trying to like be artistic. At the time that right. I was watching that, was so that maybe the black I would. And white one? Yeah. Okay. And it has like Tom Waits in it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I do feel like I I rented that in adulthood, but I don't really remember it for some reason. Matt Damon was he in it? No, but wasn't like like James Franco or something? No. 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 Well no. 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 Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Yeah, Matt, Matt Dillon. Matt, Matt Dillon. Yeah. Matt Dillon. Yeah. What happened to that guy? Uh, I don't. God, that's a good good question. You never you think you'd see him on like some you know drama show that lasts an hour? Yeah. Um. Gosh, you know, you ever see his very first movie, o- Over the Edge? Over the Edge. Which one is that? Oh, it's so awesome. It's like set in the late seventies. Uh, in like some, they're building like a like a development out in California somewhere. Maybe you know. You're thinking of Poltergeist. Well, it's it sort of looks like Poltergeist in a really? way. Except like the, it's like a, a youth gone wild type story. Mm. Like all the parents are just like too obsessed with their careers to notice that their kids are just like running crazy. Wait, wait, is this the one where they like take the school hostage yes, or something? Yes, I've heard about this. Oh, it's so good. What else? What else happens? They, well, they take they take the school hostage. I don't know. What are their demands? Um, I uh, well, I think like the main plot point is like there, there's like a youth center that they all go to, okay, and it gets closed down oh my because God. of I don't I don't remember Have why. These kids never heard of a dance off. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you solve those problems. Um, and then and then as soon as the youth center closes down, they all turn into hooligans like immediately. <laughs> I gotta say, like the kids that were hooligans in high school were not the ones that really would hang out at the the youth center if there were. Yeah. One. You know, but I don't. We, who knows what it's like in California? It's yeah, probably right. different. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe it wasn't California. It seemed like a desert type area, but that could be like the valley in California, right? Or maybe it was right? a post-apocalyptic film. No, it definitely wasn't. Just kidding. All right, this one is from Trey Stovall. Wait, by the way, by the way, uh, that's the the the, the Yabba Pot. That's really yeah. cool. Whatever. There's I one totally, in Towson, right? I mean, I remember there was one on Charles on uh, on like Calvert Street or Charles was Street it like you in dip, Charles Village. You dip stuff in it. I mean, I, I don't know. Fondue? No. Uh, you're thinking of the melting pot. Oh, right. The Yabba right, right. Pot was on, was on like, God, where, it was like, it was like in Station North, maybe? Really? Yeah. It was like a, like a vegan food place. Uh, remember? Oh, okay. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's still there. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's still there. No way. I think so. They had I, wheatgrass shots. Sure. I would like stop and I get mean, those sometimes. They def- I mean, they definitely are the type of place that would. I don't know if I've... Right, yeah. I just imagine that, like, witches worked there and, like, stirred those right, big yeah. cauldrons. Stones, <laughs> you know? stones, too. You know? But, uh... Yeah. No, and actually, I don't think I ever actually ate there, but yeah, I had a lot, I loved, I had a lot of friends I loved that did. their uh, jalapeno poppers. <laughs> they didn't have jalapeno poppers. <laughs> I was thinking of TGI Fridays. <laughs> right, this is from Trey Strobel, Pennsylvania. My friend and I were just driving around Hershey, PA, on a summer day. We noticed a middle-aged man walking around a broken-down car along the side of Hershey Park Drive. He had a reflector vest and some canteens and a busted-up ukulele. He had his thumb out the hitchhike. The first time, we decided against picking him up, but an hour or so later, we saw him at the same spot trying to catch a ride. The first 
so my friend and I thought it would be an excellent idea to pick up the mystery man. I had a knife ready as a precaution, but as we talked to him, he was super cool, and his name was Stu. <laughs> he said he had found the ukulele on the side of the road in a different town, and it spoke to him, so he kept it. Yeah. Wow. You let the ukulele on the road find you. That's what I always say. He told <laughs> us that he had a thoughts disorder and that he needed to see his doctor, but in the meantime, we took him to his destination at Johnstown. Uh, we said, Johnstown, P- Pennsylvania? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a Johnstown? I don't know. Do you remember that? The night of the Johnstown flood thing. And no. Never mind. Uh, we said we wanted to get some weed, but he didn't have the connection. But it wasn't a problem for Stu. He told <laughs> us to pull off the highway and into a, yet a different town. We Uh-oh. gave him our money, and he came back with a bag of weed. What? Oh, man. Trustworthy Stu. Oh, my goodness. We spoke to join with him on the way to Johnstown, and that was the last time I ever saw my drifter friend Stu. Wow. I guess uh, by definition, you know, drifters are going to be mysterious people in your life. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? mean. They dr- they yes, by definition, they drift. Uh, they drift in and out, like right. you know, you know how like sometimes in they'll be like, yeah, there's, there's been this drifter hanging around town for the last six months. Right, right. How long does it take before not you not you're you're like? Just like in living in the town and not a drifter anymore. So probably, right. you know, I feel Good like in point. small towns, it probably could be 20 years. You know? <laughs> well, well, I guess if you don't like rent or buy a property, then you remain drifter status. Mm, I see. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, personhood tied to property ownership. Yeah. What do, what do drifters do exactly normally? Like, we, well, do they camp out somewhere? Maybe they do like, you know, maybe like seasonal work. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I think you know, like uh, the, this farmer always hires like right, twenty right. people to like help do sure. the harvest or something. Sure. You know what Transient I mean? Like, type of yeah. Work. What what uh what do they do in the winter? Um, they probably Migrate. go down south. Yeah, it still gets pretty cold there. I mean, like you know, there's nowhere where okay. you can sleep outside. What all about the time. like Los Angeles though? It doesn't get cold in Los Angeles in the not, winter. Not I don't not not. Cold enough that you'd like need to go inside. Really? <laughs> like, how, I think. How cold does it get? I don't know. It's like nice out all the time. <laughs> You're just obsessed with California. I I, I I'm really really not. <laughs> <laughs> but it is nice out a lot there. Sure. I, I think well, that's the whole point of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been more settlement like in kind of the western states around there. You know what I mean? Like Nevada and. New Mexico. It seems like there's still just vast open spaces around there, but the weather seems so nice. Like, why aren't there more? A lot, of, but there? a lot of it is like straight up desert, though. Right. You know, and like the thing is, you yeah, can but make we have stuff to you know. You like, can make desert look nice by like pumping tons of water into it, but I think people like have perhaps decided that it's sort of really wasteful to do that. So uh-huh. it's not like the priority anymore. Right. Right. You know, and it's also like very expensive to do. Okay. And also, like, you know, there's, like, one highway that goes anywhere near there. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, yeah. it's like I don't know. Um, like, living out here on the East Coast, we have no idea. The, like, vast yeah. spaces between, like, other places. It seems like they created, like, such a paradise in California. Like, I don't know if it's, you know, just in my head, but it seems like there's just so many nice, beautiful places to live in California with plenty of land and... You know what I mean? Like, why why don't they make more of that in the surrounding states? 
Yeah. They got plenty of room. I mean, when I look at Maryland on the map, we're this tiny, and yet there's crap everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but even like even like New Jersey, let's say, the most densely populated state in wow. the whole country, there's still like tons of empty space. Right, right. It's is just, it really? It, yeah, it like was... the Pine Barrens. Like all of South Jersey is basically like a vast wasteland of like swamps huh. and trees. But it's the the most densely populated, yeah. really. Yeah, like most That's like weird. most like people people per square mile or whatever, really? like average throughout the state. Yeah, huh? Weird. Doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Well, I would think it would be like uh, I don't know. Like, what would you think? Well, I was gonna say New York City, but apparent. But and here's a fun fact for you, Sue. Oh, not tell actually me. a state. <laughs> not sure if you knew that. <laughs> Man, I think like New York State would love it if New York City was its own state. There's been talk of that, hasn't there? Like, yeah. Because the they they use up all the energy, all the electricity, and yeah, but they also make all the money. Right. Right. Whatever. Yeah. I yeah. don't. I don't think this. I don't think people like want to hear our hot takes on like state politics. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, but Sue, you have a mysterious person story. Well, so when you told me to think about mysterious people, like. I wasn't, I mean, you know, it's just like people that have like been in my life that like, you know how like sometimes you'll know someone, but you don't really know anything about them. Absolutely. You know, and you try to find stuff out and it's not really possible. Okay. You know, so when I first moved to to Brooklyn in July of 2000, um, Mm. uh, I just, I was living in New Jersey and then I started working in Manhattan, so I needed a place to stay. So I called an ad in the Village Voice, right? Mm. And this person was like, we're looking for roommates, you know? And they said, you know, whatever, it's a, they, they said like, it was like 12 minute ride on the L train to Union Square and mm. cool scene. Oh. And I was like, ooh, cool scene. Cool scene, eh? Yeah, I'm cool in. scene, eh? So, you know, I went out there and uh, I had to sort of like interview to like be a roommate in this place. Well, it's nothing yeah, wrong with yeah, that. No, yeah, it was That's like weird though. Normal. It was like, it was like, it was like a loft in like this building that was, a factory huh. that like this like the floor above us was still doing factory stuff <laughs> like at 7 a.m they would start wow. doing factory That's stuff really hipster i mean i'm not this is not a story about me being a hipster we can okay. have a whole nother talk about oh, no, that it's like, well, <laughs> hipsters love like living in apartments that used to be factories right well yeah but it wasn't really like my decision it was kind of like that's what i could afford all right and it was you know only like a 15 minute ride to be a 20 minute walk to my work. Okay. You know? So whatever. I'm picturing a factory like from the 30s too. I mean, it was like a big, like warehousey type building, uh-huh. you know, okay. made of bricks and uh-huh. stuff, whatever. Um, but like the Not roommate. Not like the third pig in the three little pigs. Exactly. Um, Go on. But like the, the guy that was like in charge of the whole thing, like it was like his place, isn't he? Uh, should, I don't know if I should, I should say his name because he's a real person, and I've but I haven't been able to find him. But I don't want to look like I'm stalking him, you know. <laughs> anyway, let's call him Brian. Brian. Okay. Okay. Um. So he like he had this place. It was like huge. It was like these two like two whole floors, mm. you know, of this like you know big loft with all windows and stuff. But it was like just full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the top floor was like what kind of stuff? Like like like. It's so hard to explain. Like I'm like wall to wall packed with very organized stuff. Stuff. Mm, like like okay. Kind of like okay. For example, you know like those 
I guess they're like sandboxes. They're like they're like green. They sort of look like a turtle. Yeah, I had I got one at a yard sale when I was a little kid. It was awesome. So he had, like- and I got it from a friend named Brian. <gasps> yep. So he had like four of those, like stacked four identical ones, like stacked up. Why? Mm. Who knows? You know who knows? He had he had like um mm. like a whole crate of different kinds of luggage. So basically, he was an overstock outlet. Well, but it was like just stuff he'd gotten at thrift stores. Okay. Okay. He he loved to like go to thrift stores. Right. And he wasn't looking for like cool vintage stuff. He was looking for like stuff that he thought would be useful that or that he could resell or you know, but okay. like not like vintage stuff, just right. like useful stuff. Okay. Well people do that, don't they? They like buy yeah, stuff from it was really weird to have like a whole like like place in Williamsburg, Brooklyn mm. filled with this stuff by a 25-year-old. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. And he also had like two uh, Volkswagen Vanagons. Vanagons? Yeah. What is that? It's like they were like like kind of like a Volkswagen VW bus, but okay. like the 80s or 90s version. I've never heard that before. Yeah. What is the again? Vanagon. Like Vanagon. Van, like Van Wagon. Van Hagen, oh, Van Hagen, okay. Van Hagen. He called them Vanagans. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. He also was a super awesome BMX rider, <laughs> but he would never like do any, I, but I have to like beg him to like do, I'd be like, Kevin, oh, shit, his name was Kevin. Fine, Kevin. Right. Kevin, do some BMX tricks for me. And he'd be like, <laughs> oh man, well, I don't want anyone to see because yeah. if anyone saw me do these tricks, they'd know I was super old. Because <laughs> apparently like tricks going in out of style. You know, but, yeah, you can. You know, everybody's just sitting around. Like, clearly, that is that is an eighty-four triple yeah, axle. Yeah, yeah. That man must be in his thirties. <laughs> no, and like, and so he would, he would, he would never do them with like if there were like kids around. What? <laughs> no, I know because he didn't want people to think that he was like all like. It was like too like old school. If anybody like like it would be like really cheesy. Kids won't think he's cool. I don't. I I don't know. I I thought it was ridiculous. Plus, it was like objectively cool the stuff he could do. Right. I mean, you know, like he. And like, it sounds like when you ask a comedian to tell a joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But he would do stuff like sometimes, and he would like he, he could do this crazy stuff where we just like balance on with one foot on the handlebars Whoa. and like do a flip and stuff. Whoa. Like I don't, I, it was like it, and you know, and then like just Circus like and, and then like, yeah, it was it was wild. Wow, you know, um, but like I and I thought he was like really really interesting. Obviously, he sounds sure. really interesting. Absolutely, but he was so like annoying, <laughs> like. Like, it sucks okay. when interesting people are annoying. But, but you know, but you know how like I don't know. You know when you're like you have like maybe I mean I I'm sure I do right. I have like a, a, like my personality is a little bit different when I'm like trying to impress somebody, you know, or like right. seem cool. But yeah. once I get to know you, sure, sure, I just turn normal really fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but he was always in the impress people mode. Always, huh. always, always. Even though I lived with him for like two years. Right. So he, he probably never stopped talking about all those turtle sandboxes. Yeah. He had. Like, and he would always just like every time, like he always like, you know, would. I mean, I was like 22. He was like 25 or 26 or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wasn't a child. Sure. But, you know, I also, I definitely thought that I like knew everything. Right. You know, but he actually knew everything. Because he was like twenty five. He, he could back up the mansplaining? No, he absolutely couldn't. Oh, okay. He just thought that he'd he... be like, You'll figure it out one day. You know? <laughs> You'll understand one day. Yeah. You know, like like all condescending uh-huh, and stuff. Uh-huh. You know. But right. like the thing the thing is though, like I, after a while I just 
I really liked him, and he was he was like, but uh, you know how like sometimes you're like, oh man, you know we're gonna be friends forever. Sure. And he's like, no, we're not. He would actually say that. He's like, you know, you sh- you know, we're just gonna enjoy this time together. Wow. And you know, one of these days, I'm just not gonna be in your life anymore. And I'm yeah. like, okay, that's a really re- weird thing to say. And he showed me a video. Oh, he was also like a really good like video. He made all these really cool videos. Okay. He was really into shooting video. What, shooting, what shooting, kind of videos? Like shooting and editing, editing videos. He had this nice camera, like uh-huh. like. Be like a nice digital video camera before that was like a thing that people okay. really had. Right. And he would always bring it with him if he was going somewhere. But it was like a, you know, it wasn't like a phone. It was like a, you know, the size of a shoebox or hmm. so, you know? Mm-hmm. And he would like, if he saw something cool, he would film it. And then like, you know, six months later, he'd show, he'd show me something, this totally rad edited footage of stuff wow. that like he just saw that we, when we were out doing stuff and he'd nice. make it tell a story. Awesome. You know? And it was like, and one of them had him, like, kind of poking his head, like, through something. And, like, I don't know. Maybe, I think it was through some nerf. There was, like, some nerf. What? Some he, nerf? he cut it. He cut, like, a, like a, like a slit in the nerf, poked his head through it. Okay. And, and then there was a bunch of, like, videos of, like, us, like, in the last year. And, like, our, our couple of friends and roommates, you know, doing different stuff. And then nerf again. And he's popping his head out of it. And he's like, that's me. That's going to be, that's the metaphor of me in your life. What? Isn't that weird? Why was he so adamant about this uh, ghosting of you? I I don't, I don't know. And I was like, that's really weird. Um, But, but, but I, but I do, I just, I thought, whatever, I'm still going to be friends with him like Mm -hmm. next year. But all of a sudden, gone, gone. Like I, I moved out just because I couldn't live in this crazy situation anymore but because it was like living in home depot i had to like come home and build my build stuff you know (laughs) like you know there was always like sawing and hammering going on you know like because it was like living in total raw space you had to like build your own bed you know it's it was (laughs) stupid um anyway uh and and i did that just got to be too 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 much you know sure so uh i moved into like a normal place with my normal friends and but we kept in touch until one day we just didn't anymore mm. and and i've tried to find him mm-hmm. like on the internet mm-hmm. like a lot and i've keep finding little trails of him and okay. there was a piece about him in the new york times a couple of years really? ago really what was the piece about it was about uh, he was opening a co-working space in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Oh, I think you did tell me about yeah. that. And I and it's crazy because I gave him that idea. Yeah, isn't it like worth millions now? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only person that came up with it, but oh. he thought. But he was like, "That's not a good idea," and I was like, "No, so no, it totally is." And then later, <sighs> I guess he agreed. No, Man. it's fine. I don't know, whatever. But like, it's just like the social network. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the uh, guys from the frat. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm super so, good uh, looking. Yeah, love and athletic rolling. and rich. And also, there's two of you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, like it's it's sort of like I I I kind of want to find him just sure. because he was so such an interesting weird person, but mm-hmm. I don't think he like wants to be found. Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. If he kept dropping uh, bombs on you about uh, how you're never going to see him again after a certain point. Yeah. But I know he like saw other people, like you know what I mean. It was just that was his thing. Like, oh, being, so so the you know? ghosting was specific yeah. to you. Yeah. No, I mean like he didn't see anybody I knew anymore. But like he, but he like, but he told me he would. He had you know he would he told me you know he would cycle through friends or people. You know, could it be that like he that's what he did and he didn't want he wanted to like warn you you know 
Yeah. So you wouldn't be angry that he ghosted you or hurt? Yeah, I mean, possibly. And honestly, it it did make me feel a little bit better because it right. wasn't like unexpected. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's not, and it's not like it happened like overnight. It, right. You know what I mean? Like, I sort of ghosted him too, just because you know we fell at a touch. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I, but you know, when you fall at a touch with somebody, you always think that you can find them again absolutely especially you know? in today's age but it really seems like he he was like really into being like off the grid okay and stuff so. sounds like one of those guys yeah yeah but like he would never tell me anything about his life you so you know? don't know where he was from what do i you- do know where he was from where uh rural virginia uh, so am i kind yeah. of i don't i don't know if i want to say the town all right but is it near where i grew up I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, I maybe if I maybe I look at Google Maps. <laughs> you really don't know the surrounding areas of the Shenandoah Valley. Um, it probably is not too far from where you grew up. All right. All right. Anything else on that, or should we move on to a confession? I think we should move on to a confession. But okay. um, that, was a, that was an interesting story. Uh, this one is from Joanne, Pennsylvania. Uh, let's see. One time, Rick and I, her husband, went to Centralia, Pennsylvania. Ooh. Where the underground fires from the coal mines are still burning. We met a man that was filthy dirty, and he had old goggles and gloves with the fingers cut out. He kept looking at us, said hello, bud. Uh, we, we kept saying hello, bud. He wouldn't respond to us, so we walked over to him. And like the friendly person I am, I held out my hand to shake his while telling him my name. The guy acted very strange, almost like he was staring off into space, still no response. Hmm. I reached out to shake his hand, attempting a second try. Then Rick grabbed my arm and said, no. Well, I finally gave in and turned to leave. Something was telling me to look behind me, so I did, and he was gone, almost like he was never there. I still wonder to this day if he was real. Rick and I sometimes talk about it. Neither of us can figure it out. Wow. That's, that's, uh, That's a very spooky story. That is. I mean, Centralia is already very scary. Yeah. Maybe we should should tell people about that. Have you ever gone there, Mike? No, no, I really want to, though. Yeah, me neither. I've never gone there. I, I, can you get arrested if you go in there, though? That, that's what I would be scared of. I don't think so. So it's a town that is completely abandoned, supposedly. Almost completely. Yeah, apparently there's like a, f- a few people that still live there somehow. Which yeah. I don't but. So, uh, like, there has been like a fire burning in a coal mine right. underneath the ground for 50, 50 years, years something like that, yeah. and it can't be put out right, and it right. will just burn until the coal is gone right you think it'd be gone by now <laughs> how much coal was there? i don't know there's a lot of damn coal down there i guess so i mean that's like you know a big coal mining part of sure. the world well it was yeah they called on fire i mean you know <laughs> like but the surrounding area is probably right, right. still like you know and yeah. i think it's like really smoky and yeah, there's like smoke rising up from cracks in the street, and certain things have kind of collapsed into it. Yeah, I think. and it's I think the the book uh, I'm sorry the uh, video game um, Silent Hill. Oh yeah, was based on it. Really? I think so. Yeah, yeah, Gosh. just pictures from it. I've never played that game. I kind of want to. I you know that's one of the few video games I have played a little bit. Really, one of the few modern video games. Um, so this character, they, they probably were already creeped out when they were walking around and saw somebody. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. What, what, so what was he? I, I, I remember the fingerless gloves part, right? Uh-huh. But what, what else was the guy wearing? Uh, let's see. He was wearing a... Um, filthy, dirty goggles. He had goggles. 
Okay, okay. So like goggles, fingerless look. Right. I mean, yeah. Damn, maybe he. Who knows? Huh. That is, then, that is that is that is that is wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, hmm. I don't know. Man, I would I would love to go there though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we should go, we should go there. I yeah, I've been. To, uh, my old roommates want to go there as well. How how far of a drive is it from Baltimore? Mm, so it can't be farther than like Pittsburgh. And that's Pittsburgh's like Pittsburgh's pretty far. That's like four hours. That's a long way to drive for a, a yeah, but like it, but like Pittsburgh is like the farthest away you can get. Okay. Like I don't know. Let's 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 say would you you wouldn't drive four hours? We could uh, stop somewhere on the way, like Hershey I... Park. <laughs> I've never been to Hershey Park. Really? Actually. No, never heard about it for years and years. Doesn't it smell like chocolate everywhere? Um, I don't know about everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. We have one last confession, Sue. This is from an anonymous confessor from D.C. Okay. A lot of uh, a lot of D. A lot of uh, local localized confessions on this one, Sue. Is that is that is that not the huge? It's not the huge. Yeah. Not the huge. Where's the farthest away one you've gotten? Oh, we've gotten Ireland. No way. Yeah, we've gotten Australia. We got uh-uh. Japan. No, not Japan. Uh, maybe Japan. Maybe we did get Japan once actually. All right. Um, <clears throat> Anonymous says there is an old homeless man, maybe in his sixties, that lived in a tiny patch of woods in a tent between a Hardee's and an Exxon station on the property of a large strip center. Guy must have been six foot three, big bushy gray beard, lots of hair, and was heavy. He was intimidating because of his size, hair, and beard. He lived there for years, just pushing shopping carts around, picking up trash, and right down uh, and right down the road at a few other strip centers. Occasionally, he helped people with their cars uh, when they broke down, which is how I met him. Mine died in the Hardee's drive-through. He came over and pushed it out by himself. I offered to pay him; he wouldn't accept it. At that time, I volunteered at a local homeless shelter and realized I never saw him there. Uh, next time I saw him, I told him about the shelter, and uh, he said he knew it, and he knew the director as well. For years, I'd seen him on and off, pushing a cart, or I'd noticed the tent lit up by flashlight. He remembered me long after I had. He still called me Volvo for the old car he pushed around the Hardys. Uh, in a decade, I spoke to him a few dozen times, but we never had a conversation that lasted more than a few minutes. He never accepted cash, but did take food, mostly Hardee's, uh, but I never got his name. He wasn't interested. He always seemed cold, standoffish. Several years went by before I noticed he wasn't around any longer. At some point, I spoke to the owner of Exxon, who shared that the old man had died in the tent years earlier. He told me that he had multiple psychological disabilities uh, and that he lived full-time on the property for the last 10 years of his life in the tent, literally homeless, but that he was a very wealthy multimillionaire that through a family trust had owned this property along with dozens of other properties. They even owned the property that the homeless shelter was on. Um, as for the homeless, homeless shelter's director, uh, I knew we had a hundred year lease on the building from some trust, never knowing uh, of the trustees was a homeless neighbor. That guy, he was the most mysterious person I've ever encountered. Thanks for reminding me of him. Wow. So that is quite a story. That is certainly quite a story. Wow. That sounds like... God, that's that sounds like 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 a plot from a novel, know, or like know. you know, doesn't it? Like, right, right. Like it's actually it's actually reminding me of God. I'm trying to think. One of those British detective shows I like to watch, mm. like totally had something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah, is there not like a? I mean, 
are you allowed to do that? You know, like if you have a have a, a family member with with severe. I mean, clearly this guy was choosing to live like that. Right. Right. If you have a family member with with uh, you know severe uh, psychological disabilities, uh-huh. I mean, can't you? Was he hurting himself or others? Doesn't sound like it. It sounds then, like the only thing he was hurting was uh, Hardy's fries. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that that's something. I mean, I, I'm suppose I suppose that like, how about this? If the guy wasn't rich, I right. think it would have been a, a lot easier for someone to get him arrested. <laughs> so they're greasing the wheels to keep him homeless. He, uh, he didn't see I nothing, mean, officer. I mean. Somebody probably right. is. Yeah. Well, I know? guess they owned the property too. Sure. So. He's, he's not trespassing. Right. I wonder like, if they like checked on him to make sure he was okay. I mean, I that's I I that what an interesting story. That really is. That could be like an somebody. Actual... Somebody should like from like the New Yorker or the sure. or the Atlantic should right. like write a piece about that. Right. Yeah. 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 Although you know, it, it maybe it doesn't make the family look all that good. You know. You know what? Maybe I'm wrong about that. Because most exposés of shit like that, you know, the family mm-hmm. looking for whatever. You know, who cares? <laughs> it, it would be, it, it, it would, it, it would sell papers. Absolutely. Is what I'm saying. It's the bottom line. I'm calling you Volvo from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anything else we want to touch on before we wrap this up? This has been a good episode. Um. Yeah. Just one thing, I guess, was we just watched this, the episode of Mad Men in the first season where. Find out that Don Draper might not be who uh, he says he is. Mysterious man as well. Yeah, he's super mysterious. Like he's, right. I'm sure you've known people that just like compartmentalize everything in their life. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like somebody that you know from, you know, let's say from work that you have no idea about their life at all outside yeah, of that. Yeah, a lot of comedians are kind of like yeah. that too. I don't yeah. know their real name. You know, really, some of them, yeah. Yeah, especially people that like you know need to protect, like if they're a sure. teacher or something like oh, that. Oh, of course, you know? of course, that makes a lot of sense. Right, right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like I I think I would find that really hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I could if it were just like you know. Yeah. I I find it hard that hard to do with people that I'm like friends with though. You know, I I feel like I've known I've had friends though that like they've got like ten different groups of friends and they sh- and those. Ten friend groups shall never meet. <laughs> right. You yeah. know? Yeah, that's, that is bizarre. I have a lot of different friend groups. Like, I never uh, belong to just one, but I don't mind the crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. nothing to hide. Yeah, it makes my life easier if they're, if my friends are friends with my <laughs> other friends. people <laughs> think my name is Jim. <laughs> just play along, please. God, um, I, I, saw, I saw some somebody talking the other day about how this uh, quarantine must be really hard on people that lead, like, double lives. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you know, like you, superheroes? You, no, no, no. You hear about those, like, dudes... You know, that, that like, it, t- he, it turns out he had a whole nother family this whole time. Right, right. Like, that must be, how is that working out for, for all yeah. those people right now? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Mrs. Doubtfire would be having a <laughs> nightmare right now. <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much for co-hosting, Sue. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Where can people find War on Women? Um, You can find us on the internet uh you know we're we're uh, we're on Bridge Nine Records. Uh, we're on Spotify and iTunes and YouTube and all that awesome. stuff. Uh, you know, uh, War on Women band from Baltimore. We have a new record coming out. Don't know what it's going to be called, but the record that we can't that came out before this is called Capture the Flag, and it's also pretty good. It is good. <laughs> 
All right, everybody, if you could uh, do me a favor and find us on the confessional Facebook page, say hi. Um, you know, we're we're on the Instagram, we're on on all those things. Don't forget to uh, like and subscribe. Uh, Please do, and uh, give a five star review on iTunes. Absolutely. All right, thank you for that. <laughs> we will see you next time on the confessional, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye.